Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.vu samtownsendmusic.vu I don't think you've done that one before but it seems to me like it would be Venezuela. It's not. Venezuela. It is not. If it's not Venezuela then I might be a little bit stymied. Scuppered. Buggered. Oh dear. Uh, yes, the less said about that, the better. Uh, I speak to a man who questions me on uh, domain names who I've just watched hanging a watering can onto a microphone stand in an attempt to make it stop sagging. Yes, and then brushing it with a paintbrush. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> yeah. Well, then it wasn't heavy enough, so you added the sprinkler attachment. Yes. And then you did brush it with a paintbrush. Well, I tried to put the weird. paintbrush in to the watering can. Yeah. It's a very big paintbrush and it mm, wouldn't fit got, in. So and it's I a very small can. It with, uh, Maybe it's time to invest in a new, um, a new washing washing can, can or a smaller paintbrush. Or a, or a microphone stand that doesn't sag. It doesn't sag. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, VU. VU, VU, VU. I can only think of another, uh, one other country that starts with V and it's not that one. Which is? Uh, Vietnam. Or Vietnam. Uh, for our American listeners. Nam. Nam. I was in Nam. I was in Nam. What film's that? Oh, it's the same one it always is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> we have a very limited scope about things we like to talk about. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers and from Dust Till Dawn, Dawn, essentially. Yeah. Uh, what is it then, mate? I give up. It is Vanuatu. Oh, you've done that one before. I said it was a bollocks made up country at the time. Right. And I still maintain it. Well, you that put it's me on the spot, country. so apologies, everyone, if I've done that before. Uh, I won't do Vanuatu. it again. I can promise you... You should have got it then. I can promise you, you can do Vanuatu in six more months, and I won't get it for a third time. You might do, Ben. I won't, you might Sam. Do. I won't, Sam. You might do, Ben. Now, today we are diving back into the podcast, because we haven't recorded together since Shit. the England-Scotland match on... Was that like the 18th of... It was a long time ago, Ben. 18th of June. Yeah. It was a long time ago. It's just before I went on my, my holly bobs. Mm, it's before the wind, before the snow. Yes, it was. Um, on your holly bobs, did, did you meet a man named Sir Psycho? Luckily, not. Well, not. I, I can't prove that was his name. I did meet a fairly angry man, mm. but he didn't do any of the other things, so I don't think it was him. No, he didn't. He didn't fulfil all of the other <laughs> all of the things he would have had to have done. Yeah. Um, in order to prove it that he was Sir Psycho. The cop situation. The cop situation luckily didn't occur. The jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And of course, the stick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, so we haven't done this for a while, so we're very no, excited to be doing this. Very and excited. It's a Wednesday night. And we are going to dive into part two of One Hot Minute. We continue our redux. Mm. Redux! Redux! Of One Hot Minute. Today we're going to be talking about Coffee Shop, P, One Big Mob, Walkabout, Tearjerker. I would say we've got, out of that lot, some really good songs to talk about. We have. Well, it's pee. a fantastic album. Hmm. So, Don't be mean about P. I like P. I haven't just been mean about P. Right, you, you kind of did. I alluded. Singing. You alluded strongly that you don't rate P as much as the other songs. I don't think it's comparable to the other songs. In some ways it is. It's a song of One Hot Minute. Mm, that's about the only way in which it's comparable. It's, it's got Flea on it. You caught me out there. Caught me out big time. What a fool. <laughs> I was going to say something longer. I know. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to get my sponsor out of the way because I'm very pleased with this. Fine. I'll do mine. I'm sponsored today by... 
Jelly Belly. The jelly. It's not Jelly Belly. I wish it was Jelly Belly. Mm, Freudian slip. It's the Jelly Bean Factory. They claim they make gourmet jelly beans, and I won't. I can't say this too much because my lovely wife bought them for me. Now also, don't don't be too mean about them. They might sue us. I won't, darling. Thank you for my lovely beans. <laughs> no, I, I'll say nothing more about Jelly Belly. The Jelly Bean Factory. Fantastic quality of bean. They claim to be gourmet jelly beans. I would say they are gourmet jelly beans. Gourmet, they ain't. No, they're not gourmet jelly beans. But they're a step up from a skittle, I'd say. Yeah, very I'm good. I'm going to take one to the mouth. Oh, yes. Is this one of the ga- where you sometimes get ones that taste of fart? Mm. No, because I hate them. Yeah, yeah. That is beautiful. That's an apple flavoured bean. Mm, lovely. Right. So these are all genuine flavours. Mm. Good. Well, I've got a new sponsor tonight, which Ooh. I'm very pleased to announce. Uh, finally got partnered up with Beer Moretti. Oh, because you've been saying for quite a long time. I. I really want to get partnered up with Beer Moretti. I have, and um, they gave me six. I've also partnered up with an old friend, Sierra Nevada. Oh, buddy, what what percentage is that? A wonderful pale ale that comes in at... uh, Memory serves, that's quite strong. That'll get you going. And then here, I've got a... a What? (laughs) What's happening? I've got a pint of uh, Franziskana, a German wheat beer. Yikes, what a way to spend a Wednesday night. Yeah, so after those three, I should be... Shit-faced? Not shit-faced, but well and truly on my way. Crispy. As crispy as as a piece of crackling. Ooh, salted before cooking and dried out. Yes. Well, I I will be be dehydrated. Mm, And salty and dried out. Probably will be salty. You'll be salty tomorrow morning. Oh, God, yeah. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Thursday Thursday the 29th is not going to be one of my most productive days at work. Very, very salty. Okay, so shall we move on to the first song that we're going to attack? And that is Quaffy Schwab. That's, how, that's the New York way of saying it, by the way. Yeah, it is. Quaffy uh, Schwab. I want a cup of coffee from the Quaffy Schwab. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee shop there, and join me as we say it. Meet, Meet me, me at, at the, the coffee, coffee shop. shop. Oh, coffee shop. We, we can, can dance, dance like, like Iggy, Iggy Pop. Pop. I didn't do it properly. Aaron. Meet me at the coffee shop. Oh, you're doing the whole thing. I, I'm switching from English to. No, we'll do it all in New York. Oh, Ready? Fine. Yeah. Meet me at the coffee shop. We can dance like Iggy Pop. Lovely stuff. Um, any New Yorkers that are listening, do let us know whether that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty close, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, sure of I'm fairly sure. Or the, the amount of time I've spent in New York. Mm. New York. New, hang on, no. New York. York. Yeah. yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Right, let's not get bogged down. No, let's not get bogged down this <laughs> whole New York thing. Um, uh, I've never been to New York. Uh, did you just say you had been? No. Okay. <laughs> in the day, 
um, when I first heard this album and you first introduced me to it. Yes, uh, and it's my pleasure. Thank you, and it was my pleasure uh, that it was your pleasure to, to introduce it. me to it, yeah. This was the first song where I thought there were things happening where I didn't fully agree with decisions made, and that's a lie. Nowadays, this is the first song where I feel there's decisions made about song structure that I disagree with. Is that a lie? No, that's the truth. Right, good. <laughs> because the first four songs we did last week, when we did uh, Warped, Aeroplane, uh, Deep Kick and My Friends. They're all very good songs. They're all great songs. I don't think there's much to nitpick with the song structure and decisions made around no. that. We're going to do some songs today where not too much, because um, there are issues about song structure. Yeah. Um, certainly on, a, on one of them in particular. And actually, now that I look at the list, two of them. Mm. Next week will be worse. Well, you, you don't agree with the structure of P at all, by the sounds of it. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not even including that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> at all, in no, that conversation. structurally fluid. This was one of the ones, though, back in the day that I was less keen on. I found it a little strangely mixed, mm. for one thing. I think Dave's guitars are... Right in the forefront, and Flea is... Flea's too low. Yeah, Flea's playing some incredibly hard mm. and aggressive and brilliant bass. Even with a decent pair of headphones, I yeah. had to search him out yeah. at times. exactly. And if you're listening on... Um, if you're listening on poor quality headphones, you've had it. Luck. But if you're listening on Apple earbuds or something like that, or Raycon earbuds... Um, hey, Raycon, you can sponsor us if you want, uh, if you're out there. Fine. Yeah, the algorithm should pick that up. Yeah. Oh, then well, it is that what you've got to do? Yeah, <laughs> just shout the words. Fantastic. Carling, sponsor me. Then the bass gets lost completely in the, in the over-mixed... Yeah, oh, it does. Um, in the over-mixed uh, guitar. It does, it, and that is, that is true. Um, in terms of sort of initial thoughts, I, I, I was always drawn to it as a, as a song. I think it's got a, a very, very catchy chorus. So... That that was always something I would I would go back to and revisit. Agreed. It's got a really pinging chorus, actually. And it's a yeah, and it's a bloody great performance from the Swan and an awesome performance from Chadley. What Chadley Smith? Let's see what Jack's got to say then. As I enjoy, Hang on, uh, I've uh, got to what, get it up. What I hope will be a watermelon the, bee. The email. No, oh, actually, I keep talking then. Yeah. This song features um, in 1983. Uh, this song features the baseballs pedal. Okay, warped, which is a double envelope filter. That's enough about that. Yes. Uh, Chad <laughs> is pretty much playing the same drum beat throughout the whole song, minus the ending, but at varying levels of volume and aggression. So I love that because I never I, that I didn't pick up on that no, at all. No, and that just goes to show that the drums are a three-dimensional tool. Mm. You've got what you play in, i.e., the beat, which yeah. is, remains the same. Go on. Then. then you've got the levels of volume. Dimension two. Okay, well, what's dimension, dimension three? three? Levels of aggression. Lovely. And where would John... How many dimensions would John claim it had? Four. There you go. Four. And there was a picture of John on Reddit today holding a record in front of his face. Lovely. Like we invented. Like we invented. Oh, John, come He must on. be listening. No, it's fine, John. I oh, know, it's fine, John. Please do do that. You can do that do with do. us yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, hold a record in front of your face A record of your us. choice. And talking about buying records and potentially holding them up in front of your face. Yes. I, uh, during the weekend, last weekend, 
bought the Wicker Man soundtrack, original soundtrack. Not on record. Not on record, on CD. Mm. So That's a small, it, a small record. Yeah, I hold it in front of my face, it doesn't hide my entire face. It does if you hold it far enough away. That's true. Or back, or hold it in front of my face and back or my face Or chop off away. half your face. Yeah, exactly. Like in Dawn of the Dead, when that zombie gets his head, top of his head cut off by the yeah, helicopter. I mean, roaches. don't do that. Don't talk about Dawn of the Dead. No, you can. Oh, don't brilliant. Don't chop off half your face. Dawn no, of no, the don't, Dead. Do, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, so, so yes, we're different, and that and that's what strikes me about Chow's performance more than anything is just how he's absolutely going for it. He, him and Flea, and Flea, unfortunately, as we say, is slightly lost at times. But it's uh, a lot of the time they are going hammer and tongs, and I don't use that expression lightly. You certainly don't. You rarely use it. Yeah, well, there you go. Hammer and tongs actually was the, um, I think, was the name. I might be making this up was the name of the effects company who did the effects for Life of Pi, which is a, a film mm. I know you enjoy. I did he enjoy did Mr. Richards, the tiger. He was called Mr. Richards? He's not, about no. Film like, oh, Richard Parker, he's called, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, Richard Parker. Mr. Richards. <laughs> Mr. Richards. Mr. Richards. Mr. Richards Parker. Yeah. And they shortly after went out of business. Oh, that's a shame. No. Yeah, well, maybe they, they obviously went for it too much on Life of Pi. <laughs> made that made Mr. Richards Parker look too realistic. Yeah, and then uh, had nothing left. Nothing, nothing left in the give. tank. They literally went at it hammer and tongs. So, Flea's using the baseballs pedal on this song, which is double envelope filter. And also he's using an auto-wire pedal. Yes. Um, do we need those noises at the beginning of the song? <sighs> or should it just crash in? Or does the noise at the beginning of the song allow the ear to settle into something before it I think so. I think, it, I think it's, it's part of the song and I accept it fully. Okay. Just as I accept the noises at the end. Oh, we'll get into that. Mm. That's a waste of space. No, it's not. It is. Oh, controversy here on University Speaking. Well, I don't think it's a waste heaven. of space. I mean, we don't want to skip to the ending. No, well, well I'll, I'll, let's go from the beginning. Fine. Love that way it crashes in. Mm. Dave is doing a classic Dave... Um, he's left and right, big power chords in the left ear, basically just playing an E minor and G power chord. Mm. And then over in the right ear, you've got that nice slide up to the to the octave, to the E octave. You've got that lovely wow wow noise that he's making, which is quite nice. I think that's done with a an open E and B string and using the G string just to play down from four to three. Sure. Yeah, that's, I think that's what he's doing. Pretty sure. No, it's fine. No, I was just struck by the fate, the way that you said G-string. Ah, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk about. I a suppose lot you've of, got to sometimes. Yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of erotic underwear this episode. Yeah. Are we playing that game where you have to say saying and see if the other person? Oh, does well, this we set? can do. I mean, it has taken off, so I think we should. Okay. Let me just think of a saying quickly. Yeah, I'll do it next time we stop. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that intro, but Flea is hammering away so, so hard and so aggressively. I know the poor bloke. He's having to, just so he can through. be partially heard in the background. In comes the swan, verse one. Lovely delivery, I think, from the swan hair. Mm. Um, yeah. Throughout. Yeah, love the nuance on the words lust and combust. And uh, later on in other verses, those parts of the verse. Well, that's, that's right. It's those nuances. Combust. Um, yeah, it's, they're brilliant. And also, it's just enough. It's just enough nuance. And he, and, he, and he hammers down the rest of it. Talking about nuance, what's going on in the left ear where you've got that? There's a noise. Is that flea singing? Through, yeah, yeah. Dis- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that a distorted flea? Is that a it's guitar defi- effect? It's definitely a person, I think. Okay, and if it's a person, it's most likely to be uh, Flea. To be Flea, or um, that bloke. Tree? 
No, um, the tennis player's brother. Oh, yes, Stan Wawrinka's sister. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not her. No, you're thinking of Rob... No, it's not Rob Rain. <laughs> no. Rob Rule. <laughs> Rob Rule slash... No, I think it's probably... Rob yeah. Run, I a.k.a. Had... Spider. I think it might be Flea and the Swan. Yeah, OK, a little combination. Yeah. We erupt into that chorus. Two guitars across the air, and again, one in the left, one in the right. Mm. Dave is doing... Almost Dave's the same saying, thing. I'm in the band now and I'm going to dominate the ears. Well, he does. Across this album, he dominates the ears. But here he's doing what we've talked about a number of times. Across the ears, doing something similar but slightly different. Ah. Yeah. That's most notable at about 44 seconds, where one of the guitars just holds a note for a little bit. And you can then pick apart the guitars. Roughly 44 seconds? It is roughly, because actually, I think my timestamps might be a second off here. I was way off. That was way off. Sw- Samsonite. <laughs> Swimmy, slippy, slappy. Swimmy, swami. Samsonite. I was way off. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> uh, love that film. Yes. Here, take this pair of spare gloves. My, my <laughs> hands are starting to get sweaty. Uh, honestly, I could watch that film a lot, which I do. Mm, I, do I could so. watch that film a lot. A lot. Anyway. Yeah. Superb chorus. Um, on that, f- I've written something here, and I'm not sure whether it's about the chorus. So I can't read it. Read it. The bass is actually playing some nimble little fills. The first two lines when the swan's not singing, but it's drowned out by Dave Navarro. Otherwise, he's rooting. Mm, Christ, you know, yeah. you know it's serious when you call him Dave Navarro. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote DN. Oh, okay. I just thought I'd say Dave Navarro to make it clear who I was talking about. Yeah, sure. So, I'm not sure what that's about. No, but I mean, the gist of it is that Flea, Flea is in the background until... But let's talk about the, the midsection. Let me just say, coming out the chorus, I love the way that Dave plays. Uh, and this is another song, so probably about... He may have done it every song so far. Mm. You know where he plays the, uh, like the droning octaves? Mm. So he plays the root note, mutes out the fifth, and then plays the octave. That, For example, the My Friend solo. Yes. I love the way he plays that out of the chorus into the verse so he goes like diddle, 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 diddle. something like that it's not that but it's something <laughs> like that in my head i thought i can recreate this perfectly and it didn't happen yeah so i think this is actually the fourth the fifth song in a row where he's where he's had that featured on a song it's definitely in warped where mm. he's playing the droning octave yes it's definitely in airplane where he's playing the droning octave it's definitely in i'm 90 percent sure we talked about it in deep kick Definitely in my friends because it's a solo, and it's and it's here as well. So f- that's five songs in a row where Dave's utilising that particular technique. Well, he liked it. He's going to do it in a lot of the other songs that we can talk about as well. It's a very Dave Navarro thing to do. Utterly Navarro. <laughs> yes. so, so talk to me about the midsection. No, you talk to me about the midsection. Well, I don't. I th- I, d- I don't like it, but I sense that you really don't like it. Uh, what gives you that idea? Because you said about the structure. Oh no, that that's not my problem. Oh, fine. First of all, you had the bass solo. Mm. Hello, is that the cooker? That's the cooker. Who's cooking? Who's cooking you this time? Oh, mum. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to tell you with that enthused when she texted you. Hang on, I'm going to get quickly get a beer. Keep yeah, talking. Do some golden content. It was, of course, the early eighties, and it was, of course, hot as Hades. What did you just say? Hot as Hades. Oh, fine. Oh, yeah, nice one. Sorry, I misheard the word Hades for titties. <laughs> no, Christ. Um, yeah, that's enough. Right. 
Okay, so the bass solo. First of all, we've got some percussion coming in here. An intre- brilliant bongos. Yes. To be sure. And interestingly... To be sure, to be sure. To be sure, to be sure. That's, that's racist. It's <laughs> <laughs> racist to do an Irish accent. We do this every time you do an accent. You do an accent, you say it might be racist, and I tell you it isn't. Oh, yeah. But it's not. Right. In case you're Irish and you misunderstood that, that wasn't racist. Well, I mean, it was a fairly accurate representation of how they say to be sure. Oh, to be sure. <laughs> so, the bongos are in, which is great. It might be Chad this time, because in the sleeve notes... There's no other players listed. Later on, there's uh, another percussionist listed, and we'll get to that. And another percussionist has played previously on the other songs. But this might be Chad. Absolutely great. Some insane playing from Flea. This is one yeah. of the things where if you're going to introduce someone to Flea and say, listen to this bass player, turn your phone off because you've got things pinging through on the family group. So, so, so have I. Chris, turn them off. Get rid of them. If you're going to introduce I need someone... them for the drum notes. Right. <laughs> get <it> back. <laughs> if you're going to introduce someone to Flea's playing... Yes. This, is, this isn't a bad starting point because it's, it's just a little condensed piece of brilliance. There's, there's trills there. There's, I think at about 144, there's some lovely descending hammer pull runs. Mm. So listen to around 144. It's a lovely line. And then it goes into what I'm calling the interlude. Are you right, brother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the interlude at about 152. Mm, sure. Now, Flea's, Flea's leading yes. down centre and yes. Dave's over in the side matching what he's playing. And nicely what Dave's doing, over in the right, ear, uh, the right ear, he's just playing a single repeated line, basically a couple of notes repeated. Yeah. Like an alarm, it's like a siren. <laughs> it works so well. It works, but it's a jolt. No, not at all. No, it's not a jolt. No. I think, uh, look, I'd rather they did something else, that's all I'm saying. I don't mind it. I've listened to this song thousands of times, and I don't mind it. But I just think it's a bit, you know, it's a bit one hot minute syndrome. No, not this bit. Oh, I put a bean in my mouth. Fine, I'll take it out to talk. I I don't I don't hear that. No, and I'd, maybe we've got two different definitions of one hot minute syndrome. Well, uh, well, well, true. I mean, the biggest syndrome is not being able to finish a song. Not being able to finish a song, yeah. And that's this song does, certainly doesn't suffer from that. But well, it's it just a, it's just problem, a bit right? unusual. That's all I'm saying. Okay, well, I think it's superb and suits the song perfectly. Great. And that's what, that's what it's all about. That's why music's so wonderful. It's each yeah, to their own. Yeah. I mean, the ending to this song is Wank. astonishingly good. What? <laughs> it's terrible. I love it. What? Oh, the bass solo. What? Yeah, it's so naked in the rain, it drives me around the no, twist. Oh, come on. Mate, when we listened to it then, I was just thinking, this is brilliant. Do you know what I was thinking? This is so naked in the rain, this it is, drives this me around the twist. This is syndrome. Yeah. This is OHMS. Well, I like On her magic... No, it's not quite that. I like the end very much. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, sure. We'll get there, brother. We'll get there, Pop. That's a Godfather quote. Um, anyway, love that interlude. Coming out of it, I love the way that Flea hits the wire and you have that, that repeated single bass note he just lets roll. Mm. I say it's repeated. What's repeating it is the, the fact he's doing the wire back and forth. So it's going wow, wow, wow. Very much as a wire pedal does. That's exactly what a wah pedal does. That was a wah TP, a wah technical point. Yes. Um, no, it was a WTP. Yes. A what the point. Now, meanwhile, he, Flea's not in time with what uh, Chad's playing, the beat and the build-up, that the rest of the band's playing. It's a really interesting creative decision. And I think it works. Flea's, Good. Flea's we, wahing. We're still talking about the midsection here. Yeah, no, we're talking about the build-up. The end of the midsection. Yeah, 
the build-up. Yeah, I don't mind the build-up. The build-up into the last chorus. Yeah. I love the way Dave's building on the chord. So he's playing a chord and then building it and adding notes all throughout that section. Yeah. yeah. Lo- lovely bit of stuff. That's a lovely bit of build-up. Lovely bit of stuff. And then I've put, then a sludgy, a sludgy outro. I've put impressive bass solo, but feels a bit naked in the rain. Unstructured. No, I think it flows a lot more than naked in the rain. The less said about the end, the better. Ah, oh, mate, I, th- I love the end. It really, really rocks me out. What about when it all, when the song Deacon falls apart intentionally, and then you're just left with Dave making a load of noise yeah, on the guitar? Brilliant. Oh, come on. Love I, it. Okay, you love it. Yeah, you love I it. I listened to it then. I thought this is brilliant. Okay, well, fair enough. As I said, each their own. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a perfect ending to a really good song, and in fact, it's it builds to that that point really nicely, and I just. Thoroughly enjoy listening to Fee playing that solo, playing his heart out, being accompanied by the other lads, but particularly Chad. Chad giving it his all with a massive snare roll at the end. Brilliant. Is there anything else from Jack? Well, no doubt he just says what I just said. Great kick drum accents. Polish us off. I mean, polish Jack off. Strong purple stain at slain vibes from the ending. Accenting, Accenting the same notes as Flea on the toms while beating the living daylights out of the cymbals. Love great, it. Great James Bond reference. Yes. And that's... Love it. That's what I said. Yeah. Love it. Mm. Me and JJ, two peas in a pod. Mm. Two little peas, which is a perfect segue into this next song, Peas. I'm a little pea. I love the sky and the trees. Easing out of P there. Ease of P. You talk a bit about P. Um, I've gone on record previously saying this doesn't make an album where there was a little bit more creativity or the writing was a bit easier or it had the difficulties in recording that One Hot Minute had. Go ahead, brother. Talk to me about P. Well, I just like to hear Flea giving, being put in a position where he gets a song like this on the album. He played a, a much more important role on this album for various reasons. Agreed. And yeah. Yeah. I just think he, you know, I just think this is a, a, a nice little song. You've won Obviously, me over Good. Sorry, go ahead, mate. Obviously, it's not a conventional choice of song to put on an album. No, so But no. I think it's a lovely performance vocally from Flea. Yeah, I suppose. I think he, you know, just the, the overall delivery throughout is nice. The falsetto sections are nice. There's some nice backing yeah, involved. Yeah, some nice bit of backing at the end, yeah. And, and halfway through, just some very subtle in the right ear. I missed that because I wasn't really paying attention. It's very subtle. I don't think I've necessarily ever picked up on it before. If indeed you certainly it's don't pick up on it when you listen to it in the car no. or on other devices other than a, a, a good quality pair of headphones. Exactly. What other kind of devices apart from headphones do you use? Well, de- God forbid, a phone. Ah, understood. Um, a stereo system. A boombox. A boombox. Uh, a, a, a CD, a, a, a discman. 
Yeah, without walk, headphones. A Walkman <laughs> without headphones. <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to. Um, I remember one hot minute on tape through a Walkman without headphones. I could barely. <laughs> I missed all the nuances. Could barely make it out. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. But no, I just think it's, and I, I do think it's a song with meaning as well, with personal meaning for Flick. Yeah, agreed. Uh, look, you are winning me over. Um, have it's a good little honest. number. It's a good little number. I, I'm not entirely sure it merits. Or do I now? And also, it's got, you know, it's a, it's a cult classic. Well, it's got the history of being the only one hot minute song that they yeah, ever played exactly. live with John. exactly. How bad can it be? If John will play it, it's got to be brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Is that the yardstick? I'm not sure. No, I'm not either. Um, okay, you've won me over on a couple of points. Yes, it's a deeply personal song to flee. Yes. Two. Also, it's, you know, he's exposed. Yeah. As he was at certain concerts that you can see on YouTube. Well, that's true. He's exposed here in a, in a different way. Yeah. Uh, okay, fair enough. It's all right. I don't. If you asked me, would I have rather had this song replaced by other songs that were recorded for the album? Potentially, mm. the answer is probably yes. Yeah. See, I like it, and I just used to having it on the album, so I wouldn't take it off. Okay. Let's. Should we wrap up? P. I've got... I do like on the end when he goes. When he finishes it. Okay. Just a nice little flourish. Oh, what on the bass? Yeah. Yeah, the bass flourish. Yeah, that's where you can really hear the depth of the, the depth of the bass notes. We we learned from uh, Dan Bogosian that it was played on an acoustic bass for the recording. Yeah, I, well, yes. I mean, I had picked up on that prior to it. Well, I, I think a lot of it sounds like a, almost like a nylon strung guitar. Oh, okay. I see what you're, see because what you're it's quite hard. Yeah, but you knew it was an acoustic instrument. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of it sounds, you could, I think you could mistake for a nylon strung guitar. No, I, I, I agree. I, really I wasn't trying through. to take, take away from Dan. No. No, no, but he's, he's the man who knows these things. Um, he is the man. He's a touch point for this podcast for knowledge. Uh, Dan uh, Hamish. In fact, I WhatsApped Dan. That's a lie. I tweeted Dan and asked him a question. Well, I asked him his thoughts on a song that's coming up to just get a second opinion on it because I, I wasn't sure. So, yeah, it's only on those low, that, that last mm. little, um, that you can really feel the bass, I think, coming through. Well, yeah, and there's a section where he, he sort of really has to climb up through the, through the notes. And, and actually, sometimes when I listen to it, I think it, he almost sort of gets a little bit caught up there. But actually, listening to it there, I think he does a really good job on it. Yeah, I think it's one of those songs where you may, he maybe just said, right, I'll have one stab at it. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Run possibly. through it. Yeah. And then I'll do the backing vocals. Get, they said, you've got one chance to get this right, otherwise it's not no, Otherwise it's not on, we're going to better. a better song than that. <laughs> yeah. We've got loads of actual songs. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, okay. You've won me over a bit. Well, I think, you know, if Flea does come on, uh, I say if, when, mm. you know, we are going to have to do a, probably a 30-minute chat with him on P. A breakdown on P. Your microphone's sagging a bit. Goodness, we have to rectify that on the uh, on the in between section. My, we're going to need to get you a new microphone. My watering stand, can, or a heavier can. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on to the next tune, shall we? Which is this one, big mouth? That was brilliant. Thank you.
We come pulsating out of one big mob. Uno large mob. Mm, that's the Spanish. And of course, the, the Latin is... Lagesia mobasius. That's close, but it's actually one ears biggest mobius, as, as uh, we learned last episode, I think we did. Uh, <laughs> so long ago. It was a long time ago, but it doesn't change the meaning of the, you know, the Latin phrase. I haven't spoken Latin for about six weeks. <laughs> 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 but we're back. Yes. We're back on the podcast. Yes, talking Latin again. To, uh, we, I mean, to the, the masses. Is, when you're fluent in Latin, you these days you don't get much chance to to show it off. I'm fleeant in Latin. Yes, flee. Yeah, I see what you did. I yeah. mean, that doesn't make sense. No, okay, that's not Latin. No, it's not. It's, it's gibberish. One Big Mob. Uh, if you watched a fantastic day video that we that we plug every time we talk about One Big Mob. Apart from that first couple of times we did it, which was terrible. Um, go and check out on YouTube. Uh, search um, Guitar Lesson Dave Navarro. It's on the Music Files Lessons. There's one that's about an hour or so long. It's a lovely thing to watch. And we learned from Dave there that on One Big Mob, he used a double humbucking guitar. Uh, it looks like a Paul Reed Smith to me. Uh, a Jane's Addiction style guitar. I concur. Thank you. Again, you sound like Leonardo DiCaprio in um, Catch Me If You Can. Yes, of course. When he's a doctor. So, a little bit of background on One Big Mob here. And again, thank you to Stan Bogosian. And going by that lovely book, it's called... Oh, if you haven't bought it already, what the hell have you been doing? Yeah, you certainly haven't been paying attention to us. Red Hot Chili Peppers FAQ. Yes. Would you care to complete the title for me? All that's left to know about the world's best-selling alternative band. There you go. We have a copy on hand. We have a, Well, it's on that shelf. On shelf. Yes. <laughs> um, little Baby uh, Dave Navarro, a.k.a. Dave Navarro's Little Baby Son. Yes. Chemoth Gabriel Navarro. That's James Gabriel Navarro. Ah, yes. Chemoth uh, Navarro. Yes. <laughs> 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 now we can hear him crying in Dan's yeah, wa- in Dan's geez, wonderful cheer book. Up, son. <laughs> Your dad's a multi 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 millionaire. Yeah, you've got nothing to worry about. In um, in Dan's wonderful book, it notes that the crying tape can be heard rewinding at a certain point and then plays again. And I had never ever ever noticed a rewinding sound. No. And I love this song, and I've listened to it. A six number times. of times, upwards of six times, yeah. six to ten times, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you can clearly hear about two nineteen, two minutes nineteen seconds, yeah. where the tape rewinds. You're sure, it wasn't just the baby doing an impression of a tape rewinding. If he did, it's a blinding impression of a tape yeah. rewinding. Uh, he's a talented baby. Um, okay, so a few weeks before this was released, Dave had a baby, and he cried on the thing. But a few weeks before the album was released. The listing was changed, and uh, One Big Mob was originally meant to be followed by Stretch. Or, oh, of course, yeah. yes. This Or Stretch You Out. Yes. And, and I see you've sagged again. Oh, yeah. Get a heavier watering can. I will not, Ben. My can is, has been with me for a long time. It's I've had light. that can for at least a year. Mm. It's extremely high now. That's <laughs> it. I'll soon, soon sag down. Yeah. Um, but that was removed literally just before recording moments i mean yep seconds release release yes they did record it um not one of dn's favorites dave navarro what one big mob yeah apparently 
Well, that's a shame because his work on the on the guitar throughout the oh, song is astoundingly it's, good. It's it's <laughs> it's astoundingly good. Good. <laughs> Stephen Perkins from James Addiction. I said James Addiction. It was James Addiction. <laughs> Hammer's Addiction. Yeah. Juan's. Juan's Addiction. No, it's Play, he played it's percussion on it. James. What Jane? Oh, or James. Hannes. Oh, Hannes. There you go. Addiction. Mm. Um, apparently, he played Stephen Perkins. Stephen Perkins played percussion on this. Yeah. Oh, did he? I'm led to believe. Well, play to him. Okay. And then, you, what? And then Dave you, turned you, around and said he didn't like it. You straight away t- start talking about. Dave's guitar work here. Lead me in. Well, I, I, the, the thing is, I will lead you in, but I'll lead you into the middle. Okay. Because there is the, the yes, we 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 all know about the middle of this song and how it you know it goes so differently to the rest of the song, and it goes on for some time. I have no problem with the length it goes on for. I have a problem with when it comes in in relation to the rest of the song. But carry yeah, on. Yeah, I have no problem with the length it goes on for either. Um, and I don't really have a problem with when it comes in either. Comes in too early. Well, that's as maybe, but um, when it comes in, and once you're in the, you know, you close your eyes, you let yourself go. Oh, mate, you just, that is a wonderful thing to say. You're summing up how I'm feeling about it. Yeah, and then what do you hear? You hear Dave making all kinds of beautiful noises on the guitar. Did you just say beautiful? Beautiful. Did you just substitute the, a, a D for a T? I know, a T for a D. Is that what you just did? That's what I did. Hmm. Beautiful. You sound like um, I sound like uh, that 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 DJ of Alan Partridge, yeah, Dave Clifton. Mm. Mm. Are you going to cross the the Clifton suspension quiz? Mm. Very good. Conceive. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you deserve a fist bump for coming back with that. I'm just going to say this: those beautiful noises. They're all different, but not all of them. But they're all there's a there's a wide range of noises he makes in the guitar. Of course, Lee's doing his little bit, his yeah. little thing. <laughs> they work so nicely together throughout this section. The vocals are gorgeous. Yeah, the whole thing. The sentiment nice. is divine. Yeah, I love the lyrics. Love the lyrics throughout the song. I love the lyrics, but for that middle section, mm. I, I think one of my favorites is "What was I thinking in my head?" The color red, mm. breaking hearts instead of bread. Something I said. Mm. I love those couplets. Beautiful. Beautiful. They are beautiful. Full of beauty. Full of beauty, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Crammed full of <laughs> the finest quality. Beaut. Pure beaut. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the middle, because I do have a fair bit to say about it. I, I, I thought we just did. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about it. Oh, okay. No, sorry, you talked about it. About. About. About yeah, it. Okay. I've written, well, I've written, this is ethereal, strong electric guitar playing at its best. It is, it is. And the restraint on what Dave's doing here is, I've written beautiful, with Mm, a D. With a D. This is the Ebo. Um, Dave will talk about it on the video. He says that he uses it in one big mob on a couple of tracks, and he uses it on a couple of guitar tracks. He's splitting them across the ears again. Mm -mm. As it kicks in to the break, as it kicks into the break, says the man who's been thrown because his brother starts talking about the wrong bit of the song. Well, yes, but you did encourage me to do so. Yeah, and, we'll, and, we'll, and it's not a problem, brother. The way the backing vocals fade into that long feedback note is masterful as we come out of the singing into the feedback note, into the break. Yeah. And it builds, that note builds, and it goes across the ears, yeah. and it culminates as the swan comes in 
with his uh, with his couplets on on the break. Listen to the way as that original as the one big mob line fades fades away. That note comes in. That note holds so wonderfully until the swan comes in. And what I love about what the swan does is. His his voice is filtered on the in lines, mm. like what was I thinking in my head, yeah. and then is clean and sometimes doubled on the outlines, yeah. the colour red. It's, it's all it's masterful. Very, it's, it is masterful stuff. And I tell you what, if if the man who shall remain nameless, of course, did this kind of thing on the guitar, yeah, well, we'd be we'd be we'd be very pleased with it. Yeah, I don't think we can speak more highly of what Dave's done here. I certainly can't. No, I can't. It's it really is tremendous, and as you say, it's just it just shows the the sort of quality there is on this album. It's one of the widest and most immersive soundscapes that I've ever heard on any Red Hot Chili Peppers albums. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that, that's a that's a good way of describing it because you close your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes you away. And Chad's not so heavily involved in this particular section, but the other three members are all in sync. And we've got Stephen Perkins uh, on the bongos in this section as well. Well, the bongos have had the song, but the bongos just have their own little bit here that makes it... It just adds to how good it all is. Yeah, it's 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 brilliant. I love it. And actually, the, the, the sort of world-famous snare build... Hmm. If if yeah, but if you're in that mode and your eyes are closed and you just let it wash over you, yeah, the first half of the snare bill is almost lost because you're still in well, that moment, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. obviously it becomes the more prominent sound, and you become aware that it's it's there, and then it goes on. And I don't, but I don't mind it for that reason because a lot of it is within that soundscape well exactly and as that build up comes you can hear the shaker becomes more prominent yeah and so you get fixated on the of the shaker as well yeah what's great about it is things just pop out at you at different times you have that moment around 218 ish where you have the ancient art again of weaving there's something going on across the ears that subtle lead line that's going across dave's son crying Mm. And the guitars are just painting a picture. It, it really is wonderful stuff. I think it all uh, it all brings you to exactly the point you're supposed to be mm. by the end, which is prepared to be launched back in. Question. Yeah. Does the build-up, where they're going to launch you back in, go yeah. on for too long? When well, it turns into just basically a noise. That is a question. But remember, you've just been involved in one of the finest ethereal soundscapes that you've ever heard. You need time. And you need preparing to be thrown back in. Well, I thought I had time and was prepared to be thrown back in. Then it went on for about five seconds too long. But you thought you were. I can give you a, a timestamp when I think it should finish. Well, all I'm saying is that the whole thing... That you get drawn in, you get taken away, and then I personally get brought back and prepared for, for, for launch. Okay. Let's not launch just yet. No. Let's go to the beginning of the song, which we haven't yet spoken about. Right, fine. But I will just say that build-up should end at about 3.15. Um, it's, yes, it's long. Is it too long? 
No, that's not when it should end. That's when the shaker becomes prominent. <laughs> Huge timestamp mistake. Oh. oh, wowzers. All right. To be honest, I think you could have got away with it. <laughs> Mate, I know people who check these timestamps. Yeah, well, so do I. Mm, good. Um, all right, let's go back in time. Should we make that time travel noise? Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. What noise are you going to make? I was going to make the noise you normally make. What? Go on, then. Um... Do 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 and, and what a oh, powerful was, start. Do you say... I was going to say good day. Why? Because uh, when we were at the beginning of this song, I was Australian. <laughs> were you? Well, loosely. Were you? No. Today? <laughs> I was just trying to differentiate between then and now. Oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I misunderstood. Sure. I, 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 I can understand why. What a start. What a great chanting part. Yes. Can you remind me what it sounds like? I am you are oh, me. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what a fan. <laughs> no, what a no, fan. Because I've just been talking about the ethereal middle. <laughs> okay. Good woman says you got to believe. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Oh, oh, that she is... should go to church. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Come back <laughs> into... <laughs> that sounded a bit like Tom Jones. <laughs> let, me, let me do that again. So, Tom. Let me, do me... <laughs> Yeah. I'm do my uh, Tom Jones singing one big mob. Yeah. I'll try not to laugh. Do okay. actual, you've got to do that noise at the start as well. The good woman said you got to believe. Tom? Really? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's from the valleys. That's not the valleys. <laughs> the valleys? No, yeah. sorry. I can't do well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a mouthful of beer and, and compose ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Come on. Come on. Two seconds. Oh, goodness. Very good. Right. We're talking about the beginning. Oh, we, uh, the chant. I know how it goes. Oh, that kicks in. This was one of the ones that grabbed me by the kahunas. Oh, that's not Latin. Certainly not. It's uh, Spanish. For bollocks. Christ. Uh, mate, when that riff comes in, that slide as well from Dave, Ooh. straight into it. What a chant. The swan sounds absolutely awesome. He sounds empowered. Dave is throwing it left and right. Um, the, the high octaves up. How wide the song sounds. Talk to me what Jack said, because Jack made a really good point that blew my mind. Christ. About about the jungle drum section and the tom use. I've gone too far down, Ben. All right, we'll go back up. You'll be all right. Yeah. Oh, I think it might be a different email. I'm on the wrong email, Ben. Yes. We'll go, all you've got to do is go to the correct email. I've gone to the correct email, Ben. I'm on the wrong email again. You, okay. ca- you carry on. Okay, well, you find the email. <laughs> I've always loved the... I forwarded it to you immediately after I forwarded that one about coffee shop. Cause it was all right, carry emails. on. I am carrying on. Good. Sorry about this, everybody. 
Um, yeah, so what a huge wide sound. Mm. The drum and the bass seem to be more centre left, actually, if you listen to it on the old good quality pair of headphones. Okay, I can't, I can't locate it. Of course you can locate it. I won't have you say you can't locate it. I'll locate it myself. I'll do it on my own phone. <laughs> I can't locate it. Of course you can locate I, it. I can't then. All I can find is this email about the other songs. Right, I'll read it myself. They're all about aeroplane, my friends, coffee That shit. was the previous one. I forwarded you another email. Oh, I don't think you did, Ben. Now my phone's not giving me any joy on the old uh, Wi-Fi. Right, we're coming in. We're coming in. We're coming in. We're coming in, people. Hang on. This is what happens when you have to do it on the phone. We got it, brother. Well, I did say print it and you refused to. I can't to. print it at the moment. Straight out of the gate here, says Jack. Chad is hammer- hammering away on the toms. Going hammer and toms. Very good. But he says, well, I say toms, but it might just be one tom. It's, and when you listen to that with that in your head, it does sound like just one tom. Either way, it sounds huge and it's an interesting way to start the song. Mm. Some classic Flea Chad kick drum accents going on when the song kicks in. So presumably that's the main riff. Hi-hat sounding crisp and live. More great production on the kit. We'll leave that there for Jack and we'll come back to him. But as that kicks into the riff, that is one of my favourite Red Hot Chili Peppers riffs. What do you think about that into the One Big More Bohio Year section? Well, yeah, I mean, it's good. I wouldn't say it's one of my faves. Oh, it's absolutely up there for me. When I first heard that, that's what grabbed me by the kahunas. Yeah. It's yeah, I mean, it's good, it's powerful, it's, I, a, it's a good tune. I wrote it as a riff for the ages. Well, for you, maybe. I like it, but, um, you know, it's probably 16 on my fav- Red Hot Chili Peppers' favourite riffs. As low as 16? Yeah. Well, don't ask me to name the other 15. But All right, I won't. They're not by Dave. For me, the looseness... Oh, yeah, fair enough. The looseness of the beginning, which is even then is nice and tight, yes. but it's very wide really kicks in at about well, 24 seconds. Well, nothing better than tight, loose. Well, yeah, and then go loose, tight at 24 seconds when you hit that chorus. The bass and drums are perfectly locked. And, and actually, the kick pattern is huge. Jack's, yeah. Jack's mentioned that. I thought the kick sound is massive. The pattern is so strong. DN is playing the riff, but he's on the wah-wah pedal. That's Dave Navarro. Yes, it is. So, sorry, I, 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 I abbreviate things in my notes. Yeah, well, that's just, you know, that's fine for notes. That's laziness. Yeah. That's, I'm more than happy with what you just did there, so yeah. to avoid any confusion. Sure, sure. But when he's um, when he's playing that, you've got Flea really locking that riff in. Dave, when he plays it on the wah, to me does sometimes get gets lost in just the filter sound, so it just sounds like the sweeping sound of the wah. Yeah. What happens, and what I hadn't really noticed before, is that he stops doing that. The last verse before the chorus. Um, before a chorus at 55 seconds, he plays the verse without the wah on. So he switches off the wah, and then you can really hear the DS2 there, because it suddenly locks in, for mm. me, that whole... The whole, the, the whole, the whole sound. Yeah, it section. stops being swept. It stops being the wah treble to filter, um, treble to uh, bass to treble filter. Yeah. And it really locks in just on the sound of the DS2. I think it works brilliantly. Absolutely brilliantly. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I don't doubt that this is a great song. I I really don't. But I just possibly don't rate it quite as highly as you do. But then again, I've got got huge bitches about it. I'm sorry. Christ, go on. No, I interrupted you. You go on. No, you go on. I will. Another thing I love about this song is those two rising chords that separate those verses. One big mob is. 
I've got a little bit. And the backing singing there, I love. That even sounds quite ethereal, mm. I think. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. We've got a guest star on those, uh, on those lines, I think. We have a, a lady I like to call Amy Echo. Mm. Um, A-E. Yeah, A-E Echo. From a couple of bands that I'm presuming you've heard of. Um, uh, Human Waste Project. Know them well. And she's now vocalist at the start. I do like the, the first album by the start. Mm. Not so keen on the second. And your thoughts on the Human Waste Project? Fantastic. Um, she also appeared on uh, the DN EP, uh, Remorse, in 1995. So that's a Dave Navarro extended player. Mm. No, she, she was well in there during the 90s. So DN got an EP out called the DN EP, just like John got one out called the DC EP. So it wasn't called the Dave Navarro EP? No, it's called uh, Remorse. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that would be nice, wouldn't it, if, he, if David done one called the DN EP... And then John did the John DC took EP. inspiration. Yeah. He, he beat him by having all the same letters, but having the second letter earlier in the alphabet. Yeah. And that is the, that is the competition. That, that's the key. That's, <laughs> how, that's how seriously that's they how, will take it. That's how things are judged. Back in 95, that's how seriously they're all taking it. So let's just regroup here, see if I can understand any of these notes. Yeah, well, let's the, wrap up this track. I'd, we'll wrap it up in, all, in plenty of good time. Good. Right, the break comes. We've, we've covered the break, haven't we? We have. Right, well, let's whiz over the break and get back We're into... We're not whizzing over it, we've done it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're quite right. So the build-up's too long, and then uh, we're straight back into that groove. Building up on that low-note rumble as, as we're hitting the outro Fine. It is too long. But we're back into that... Um, basically, the start song again, aren't we? Yes. Well, exactly, yeah. And uh, I've written, hello, at 4.58, Dave plays the last chorus without wire again. So the last, um, the last time they're doing that, you know, uh, one big mob, oh yeah, yeah, one big mob, oh yeah, hey, bell my lie, yeah, bell my lie, yeah, one big mob is, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Um, he hits a real bum note at five minutes exactly. Never noticed it before. Until now. It's probably over in the right ear. Uh, and it's is really that be- Is that your better ear? Yeah, it is actually, yeah. Christ, why what happened to the left? Well, I'm right-handed, so obviously my left, my right is stronger than my right. You've my right ear is stronger than my left side. Yeah, a lot of you. So do you, so you, like, as, as you, you play tennis with your right hand, yeah. you kick with your right foot and you hear with your right ear. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I can't write with my right hand. Left hand? Yes. I can't kick with my left foot. No. And I've, and honestly, I think... Um, yeah, bugger all through that. Bugger all through the old left popper. So, <laughs> oh, Fair enough. There you go. I, I remember that. Mm. I could use that to my advantage. You can whisper anything you want. In, I'm like um, uh, James Stewart. I'm like George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life, where he falls into the ice. One of his ears stops working. Um, the woman he goes who, deaf in one ear. Yeah, he goes... <laughs> <laughs> the woman, the girl, who he will later marry, the little girl, um, Mary... Yes, whispers to him. Whispers to him, um, George Bailey, I'll love you till the day I die. And, of course, he doesn't hear it because no. his, his left has stopped working. Okay, the, he's gone deaf in that ear. That's the, that's the, well, luckily, it didn't. Mary Hatch. Mary Hatch. She later becomes Mary Bailey. Spoiler alert. They do get married. Don't. No, you can't That's fine. That. That's only about a third of the way through the film. Fine. And then, of course, 
all of the rest of the stuff happens. Yeah, which we won't go into. We won't, but please do go and watch it. It's a wonderful Well, I'm so sorry to hear that you're deaf in one ear. Well, I'm not deaf. I just, I honestly think my right ear is stronger. But anyway, that's where Dave (laughs) played the bum note. It was, I think, in the right ear. Mm, Sure. Talk to me about the outro then, because I don't like any of it. Why they feel the need from about 5.20 to go into that flea riff. No, there's a nice bit of sort of solo, isn't there? Oh, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. But it's pointless. It doesn't go on. Flea hits that quite cool riff, and he's got a funny way of playing that, so he's kind of dropping it down at about 5.21. Right. I just think they should, that. you know, after the, after the bit of flamboyant guitar work, yeah. and then they go into... I think they should... If they're going to do that, it's fine, because it's quite a nice switch up. Just end it. You're quite right. The bit um, where Flea comes in is a... That, you're quite right, you've picked me up correctly. That's where Dave plays the nice flamboyant lead. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, brilliant. Just let that fade out. There's no need then well, to yeah. break it down again into a, diff- well, a completely new riff. Yeah, but I don't... I don't- Fine, I agree with you on that, and it could, end, it could end there. I, the sludginess, I don't mind. I just don't like the fade out. I'd rather they just did that a couple of times. But why are they even having well, that song at all? It. No, I agree. But if they're going to do it, then just put a stamp on it and end sharp. Don't fade out. The fade out for me doesn't work. And then it, when it goes into the next song, it's a very there's a bit of a glitch. So... Yes, I agree with you. It could end better. Overall, again, I don't. You know, again, it's just it's the joltiness, isn't it? So HMSS, O O H M S, one hot minute syndrome. All of it, all of it is to me acceptable, but I would have just liked uh, a sh- a, you know a cut, a, 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 a more traditional finish. Now it's probably hardly any songs fade out these days, do they? Uh, apart from all Bon Jovi songs from the eighties and nineties. Well, I know but that, yeah, but all songs that faded out when they were originally recorded still fade out. <laughs> <laughs> but hardly any modern songs fade out. They they have, and the Chili's are the same. They have endings. They have. On a serious point, how much modern music do you listen to? Oh, an awful lot. Mm. An awful lot. So so much that I can't even begin to tell you about it. No, so so much so that you can't even name a modern artist. All right, I'll say Post Malone. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Said it. Yeah, well done. Did it. It's not a competition. Can you say Post Malone? Well, I can do. Will you? No. He refuses to. He can't say it. It's not a, he can't I, say it. I can say it, but you've already said it, so there's no point in me saying it. Fine. I'll say another one. Go on then. A new modern artist. Yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's well modern. 20 years ago. What do you mean? Uh, 20 years ago. All right, fine. Called, they want Taylor Swift back. Dua Lipa. Fine, I'll give you that one. So, I, yeah, okay. I quite pleased with that. I think we're all level. Level? <laughs> two level one. 42. Two ones to me, I'm going to go get a beer. Just realised that we got so in-depth into a chat about naming modern artists. Chit-chat. Chit-chat, if you will, that we didn't refer back to JJ's notes like we said we would. 107 in the tempo change. Great use of the old timestamps from JJ. Chad switches from hi-hat to the ride cymbal, but there's a shaker really high in the mix that almost takes the place of the ride cymbal. See, these are things you've got to listen out for, and my my brain doesn't doesn't go to. Oh, God, I mean, 
My brain doesn't even get close to that. There's some bongo-sounding percussion in the background as well. They sound more like rototoms than bongos. This is great stuff. And almost like it almost sounds as if it's just being freestyle played. Mm. Throughout this section, it's almost as if Chad is playing quieter and quieter to fade himself out, only to fade himself back into that big build-up. Dynamic, his dynamic playing is really, un, really underrated. He's often labelled as a big brute who just beats the crap out of the kit. But this is a perfect example of how he can do that, but also how soft he can play to benefit the song. Sounds like the root toms make a comeback for the 525 to 540 section. What a wild song. Thank you, Jack. We always Wonderful appreciate stuff. Always actually, appreciate you know, Tremendous insight there from a man who knows his shit. And have you now found the email ready for you to do? No, Jack's I have notes? not. I cannot locate it. Crazy boy. Okay, I'll catch you on the next song, which I know and you know will be. Well, are you going for a little walkabout to get that bear? I, I do have to. Nicely done. And uh, while, I, while I'm doing it, I'll be making this noise. I'll frustratingly be making this noise with my guitar, which sounds like a dog. I think we had fun together there, didn't we? Loved it, mate. Dance. Bloody well loved it. Dancing around like a couple of boys who enjoy each other's company and enjoy talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers in a garage and then putting it online. That's exactly what we are now. It's a specific set of circumstances, but it does happen. Well, we, we try and create them as often as possible. We do. We haven't done it for six weeks, but surely, surely it must happen more often from now on. Yes, it will. Good. Um... I was thinking throughout that, who's the MVP on this? Oh, uh, now that, that stands for most valuable player. It certainly does. And if I asked you who I thought your MVP was, I feel I'd be tricking you because I've got a very specific answer to this. But I'm assuming it's one of four. It's not. Shit, is mm. it the dog? Which is the dog? The dog in the left. No, <laughs> that's my least favourite part of this. Right. The dog in the left ear... Uh, is the uh, no? Let's not get to. Let's, let's not get, be such, too hard. Sucked into dog. There's no point rubbing around on your microphone. On your microphone, stand now. Yeah, he's dropped the sodding. That was the watering can. The watering can. He will not. It's he will plaquique. not. It's plaquique. This guy. We'll, we'll pause. Hang on. Don't pause. I can just do this. Get a heavier thing. Should have done this a long time ago. Right, and that's right. perfect. Yeah, that's exactly So right. what have you used there to, to weight your this is my gar- This is my gardening bag. Fine. It's not too high. Presumably <laughs> yeah. that will sink down a bit. It won't. The gardening bag's heavy. 
All right then. So uh, the MVP, I think, here is in fact all of them equally. Oh, that's bullshit. So there is no MVP. Right, fine. EVPs, equally valuable players. Stop stop touching it. Who's the MVP? Oh, I'll say someone. No, it's equal. Yeah, that's what I said. That's why I said it's a trick question. Oh, no, good honesty. Good honesty. I must insist, either be happy with where your microphone is, or if you touch it, I will have to flip out. Right, fine. I won't touch it anymore. Can I just touch it one more time? No. I just got to push it down. Just done it again. Fine. Are we, are we happy? I'm happy. Right, let's get back to Walkabout. Because I think what we've got here is some incredible work from Flea, who's rooting it all the way through. Beautiful. Some great work, beautiful. Some great work from DN. Uh, Dave Navarro. Some lovely stuff from Chad, and we'll talk about this, because this is an intro for the ages on the drums. Yeah. But here's, here's the guy who's rooting all this, and is doing some stuff he doesn't normally do. It's a guy called Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. It's a guy called The Swan. And I'll tell you what he's delivering mm. in its purest form. Liquid silk. Liquid silk. We haven't talked about liquid silk for a while, but this guy... When, when you listen to this song, you can't help but think of liquid silk. As he, he's doing things, he's putting the old, the little rumble into his voice, he's allowing it to wah, croak sometimes. Yes. He's blowing it yeah, but- sometimes. He's, he's just making little sly asides mm. sometimes. Do me now. Yeah, it, great stuff here from this one. Yeah, it's brilliant. Great stuff. I actually, listening to it there with you, even even taking the dog into account, which I'd never <laughs> really considered as a dog, so I was quite amused at times with some of the noises that the dog does make. It's the, so dog-like. It's fine. I don't think they put a single foot wrong in this song. And I'm including the dog in that. Well, I include the dog when I say they did. And it, this is another song for me, um, in my humble opinion, that has uh, one hot minute syndrome. Because you, you saw what happened live when we were dancing. When did we stop dancing? I didn't stop till the end. Yes, yeah. you did. No, I didn't. I when, did, when did we calm our dancing I down? I don't mind it, Ben. It was the extended, it, yeah, oh, fine. long You can't ending. always dance to the end. Well, I think you should be able to. No, you can't. All of Taylor Swift's song, you dance to the end. That doesn't even take into account what you do to Dua Lipa songs. And Post Malone songs. Exactly. But no, I just think this is, this is one. Let, let's talk about that drum intro because it is absolutely... It's not just the drums. It's the whole shebang going on here. But Chad must be absolutely loving this. It's an absolute belt. The challenge of, of just coming that variation that's demanded here. And Chad rises to it with a plum. Do you know any drummers that can talk about it? I only know one. Who is um, willing, who is willing <laughs> to talk I, about he's it. He's a wonderful man, but I can never locate his emails. Well, luckily, I've got it up. Oh, brilliant. What does he say? It's our man JJ, our man in the North East. This song was my alarm tone all the way through college because I love the intro. Chad's playing is great. Yes, it's phenomenal. DTP, drum technical point. He's playing fairly simple stuff around the kit, but his left hand is always on the snare, playing ghost notes in between what his right hand is playing on the toms. I'll read that more in, in the way it should be read. But his left hand is always on the snare, playing ghost notes in between what his right hand is playing on the toms, snare and cymbals. Mm. I'm not sure if it makes much of a difference to non-drummers listening, but the idea that ghost notes fill the space out without being too overbearing is, is very, very valuable. It almost sounds like a shaker keeping time in the back of the mix. On One Big Mob, Chad made the kit sound huge with his big toms and open hi-hats. The walkabout kit sounds like, sounds like a tiny jazz kit, but it's perfect for the type of song it is. 
more shaker work doubling up on 16th notes that he's playing on the hi-hats. But that's, a, that's a, 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 such a great point about Chad, but one that you can also apply to all of the other band members here. And across their career, about, about members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They are so versatile. They are oh, yeah. so talented and so capable of putting it, putting it, throwing in a song like this, mm. almost out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's brilliant and yes, brilliant intro, fantastic. And just as just this song, so many times flows from one section to another perfectly. The intro flows straight in to the first verse. It's 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 just so smooth. Oh, the whole yeah. song is liquid silk. Well, yeah, I'll give you that, that it does flow from one part to another well. What I will pick them up on is the thing that I felt about this song from the first listen to the last. Mm. And including that listen, which was That's the all, last. all ten. Yeah. Well, all, all uh, actually eleven. All fifteen. Yeah. It's... It's, it's Dave doing funk, isn't it? Yes, to, yes, to a certain extent. There's another it one is. that he didn't love at the start. No, it's definitely, it's definitely, a, you know, a real head nodder. You have got Flea pootling around. Ah, yeah, genius. He's one of the equal MVPs. <laughs> yes, of course. You know, it's just it really is That's Flea as you know as you would have wanted and expected to have heard him after Blood Sugar in some respects. Yeah. And uh, he's so strong all the way through this album. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, yeah, through the oh, absolutely. But this this song in particular, you just find yourself. But yeah, okay, it's Dave's attempt at trying to do something a bit, you know, a bit more hmm. funky, but I've got no problem with it. I think it really flows really well and one of the things I love about it is the way they build in that guitar solo. Oh, it's, yeah, that, well, that's the if you have to ask rip-off section, as I call it. Yeah. Let's just go back to Flea for a second. Okay. Because uh, you're right. He, this is an album where he's actually, I think, gone a little, a, a step past Blood Sugar. Yeah. Oh, he's I, definitely I, moved I don't up. think, I think, well, I said don't think. I don't think he's replicating the kind of style that he had on Blood Sugar. No. He's playing many, a lot more lead lines on this album. Um, and it's superb stuff. I would advise anyone just to, if you can find isolated tracks of, of Flea playing, uh, on this, playing this album, or just put on a, a set of decent quality headphones, listen to the songs, and just listen to what Flea is doing. Try and yeah. filter, out, filter out yourself. Yeah. It's phenomenal stuff. And talking about filtering stuff out that Flea does, you picked up on it there, you looked straight at me. I picked up on this listen, and don't think I've ever noticed it previously. There's a weird bass overdub. About 27 seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you, you look straight at me. I um, had to, but yeah. you know, I don't like to do well, it. You said, you mouthed at me, or you're probably saying it out loud, did you hear that? Yeah, and you said, or mouthed at me. Yes, I'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then in with the overdub octave at 27 seconds over in the left ear. Is this the bit that I'm talking about? No. Let me get back to the point that I am talking about. Where is it? It's down there somewhere. It's not 27 seconds, though. Certainly that's that's not, not the overdub box because that's Dave. Right, we'll get back to that. Um, I, Can I just talk about the build up into the solo? Yeah, go for it. Well, I just, I absolutely love the way. How are you going to get to a solo in this laid back, 
funky roof. I just have to put my hand up. I found it. I wrote it really big. Obvious bass overdub in left ear at 55 seconds. Yes, well so done. So check that out. Yeah. Yeah, how do you get solo off the slayback back funky groove? You let the song take over and you go back into that groove and let it, let it happen naturally. Yeah. And but, what, they, but, they, but they, build up, they build up so naturally to it and then it, and then it rocks out. I mean, it's only a gentle solo through a, through a baby monitor as far as I... Uh, well, no, you're, you're slightly confused there. I think the uh, crying baby was recorded on a tape recorder through one uh, on through a baby monitor on a tape recorder. That's right, and this solo was recorded through a guitar that had the speaker built into it. Oh, that's right. Where he'd left it on the side on, so the battery yes, powering was right. on half that's right. Yeah. yeah, it's a great sound as well. It, yes, the, the solo ends really sharply though, which I, which is odd because a lot of the other solos, Dave lets a note fade out into something else. This one yeah. ends like that. Which is a bit odd, but, you know, whatevs, dear. As I said, I, listening to it there, I, I felt 100% comfortable with the whole thing. Let's, and that's unusual. Well, well let's, let's just walk ourselves back a bit. Sure. Yeah. We'll Lovely. Walk about, yeah, 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 well done. Well done. Walk back. Let's go to the beginning and then move forward. God, so, you love going back to the beginning, yeah. don't you? Well, I, I really want to talk about the beginning. Sure. It's yeah. great. Oh, it is great. So it's worth talking about again. Yeah. It is, Jack had it as, as his alarm. It's one of my favourite pieces of Chili Peppers music. Mm. It's phenomenal. Um, Hamish actually did a newsletter, Hamish Duncan, here of RHCP Sessions Archive. Lovely man. Yeah, what a lovely man. Great reference. We thank you for your contribution to the podcast. You have A, been on it, and B, helped us out a number of times. And C... Uh, he one of his newsletters was about the first minute of walkabout. Yes, exactly. Mm, you didn't want sure there would be a C, were you? We just had to pause for a, a reason independent of the conversation. A technical pause. But you then started do what you just did. Oh. No, not just that. You were just rolling through those brilliant swan vocalizations. Oh, right. You were doing some of those brilliant lines. Sure. The didgeridoo original man with the dream. I, I believe. believe the aborigine. Yeah, great stuff from this one. Brilliant. That's liquid silk. Do you care to do any Just others? me am on two feet. In the heat, I, I got, got myself, myself to meet. This is genius writing from this one. He's just doing, he's just rhyming heat with meat. Heat or feet. with meat. Yes. Did you know what then? You said heat with meat. Mm. And for some reason, I, I immediately thought of a, like, a piece of meat. Being cooked. Yeah, and I was thinking it can't be to do with that. But it's not, is it? No. The mind. The human mind. The mind boggles. Plays tricks on you when you least expect it. The mind plays tricks. Let's get back to JJ and see if he can help us out at all here. And by Joe, if he can. At 1 to 8, you can hear the, that, the ring off the snare. As the bass and guitar drop out, it sounds so small and tightly tuned. Oh, that's a point I was wanting to make. What about how, how small and tightly tuned the snare sound is? The snare sound on this song is absolutely second to none. Yeah, superb stuff. It's brilliant. Just as Chad shines through on the introduction, his snare is the star of the show going, going, through, going forward. It's, it's brilliant. So we've got five... Equal MVPs. 
Chad. Well, I actually put Ch- Chad Snare as as MVP on this on this tune. Really? Well, I, I would say that um, obviously we've got Dave, the Swan, Flea, and Chad, and Chad Snare, and then Chad Snare. Five equals. Great tambourine playing coming in at two twenty nine. People are often very quick to take the piss out of tambourine playing. Poof. But it gives the song a well-needed lift at this point, and I agree with that. Yeah, well, that's again just another example of absolute, well, building, absolute understanding. Hmm. Two, two minutes fifty seconds. This took my head for a spin. Instead of doing a fill and landing on the one of the bar, Chad starts to fill on the one of the bar, yeah. and when he lands, it's on the three where the snare would normally be, and instead he puts a kick drum. What? Now, I don't know. I can't speak for Jack if he'd have said it in those tones, but I do. I do know where Jack's coming from, and there's a few for me that, anyway, with my limited understanding of playing the drums, there's a few times when Chad plays. You know, slightly, he just changes it up slightly, changes it up on the snare, changes it up, and it 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 all sounds, it all works so well, and yet it is noticeable. That's the thing. Even well, even to someone like me, Jack says worse the effect of even though Chad, he's pretty laid back here. Chad, he's just thrown in that kind of thing to say, "Hey, look, I've still got it. I can do yeah. it whenever I want to." Yeah, oh, that cuckoo. What's your thoughts then on the fact that, to my ear, the your middle right of this ear, song, presumably. my right ear, obviously, that um, it's a little bit of um, stereotypical chilies. They said do a funk song, and the middle bit, the, the the breakdown leading into solo is very very similar to uh, if you have to ask, and the style of the solo is very very similar to if you have to ask. Do you have a problem with that? Absolutely not. Fine. Well, we'll move, we'll move <laughs> I, on. Then. I think the way they get, I, I think both of those things within this particular song are actual strong points. All right, let's talk about the dog then, because. Um, Dave is making a dog sound on his guitar that comes in in the left ear. Yes. Um, I don't, it's completely unnecessary. Well, you say that, but if you took it out, I think you would notice the difference. Well, I wouldn't, because... Uh, well, you it might ne- do, but for you it might be a positive. Yeah. Yeah, I, I need a couple of positives. I've had a negative, so <laughs> yeah. I need two positives. <laughs> no, I, 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 as I say, this has always been to me a, a song that I hold true and close okay okay so I wouldn't take the dog out but I understand you know you're not a dog lover like, well, like no well I won't have that said well I'm not a dog lover no I'm a dog uh I don't mind dogs <laughs> you're a dog don't minder yeah exactly <laughs> okay. I'm neither pro nor con dogs no uh pro nor for mm. yeah not dog. con but I'll tell you where I am I really don't like dogs. In the bedroom? <laughs> no. In this song. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh, I got a bit dirty. Right, well, so... Just making sure. I mean, you wouldn't admit it even if... Even, even Let's if... move on. Uh, we're going to move past this. It's gone unsavoury. <laughs> Let's move on to Tearjerker, shall we? Fine. Brother, join me. Could you turn up the track a little bit, please?
come out of tearjerker there and uh, my brother tell me what you just said what a tune man yeah we did you did say that you didn't say man you just said what a tune but what a tune man what a tune man that is a tune it's the first one tonight I think we've listened to that in one way or the other doesn't have any uh, OMHS no that's right it's it's pretty much perfect. And I, yes, I did just say pretty. Well, so keen know, am I. As a man who, so Americanized am I. As a man who will occasionally say the word beautiful, mm. I know, I know how, how you feel. Yeah. Let's just dig into it a little bit. Look at some of the facts. Well, let's... Okay, fine. Where are you going to start? At the beginning. Good. With the facts. Music written by Flea who showed Navarro the basic parts to work up. And we're thanking once again Dan Bogosian for these facts. These are pulled from that wonderful book. Thank you, Dan. Not one of Navarro's faves. Oh, come on, Apparently. Dave. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> what, Christ. What do you like, Dave? Come on, man. Lenny Castro on percussion, Chad's mentor. Would you believe? I would believe, yes. It's a fact. Lyrics written separate to the music straight after the curtain news. So... The Swan hears this news, and this is so... You can really feel in this song. Yeah. The, the Swan let himself open and let himself bare. Well, we know, you know, as, as has been discussed at length, that the, the Swan had problems lyrically hmm. during this period. But these are such heartfelt, wonderful lyrics. It's often overlooked just how good a lyricist the Swan can be at, at his best. I think where you where you pick up on that kind of thing is where he's not, for example, doing one big mob where he's delivering it at a million miles an hour on the yeah, verses. Yeah, you've got him giving his lyrics time to space to breathe here. Yeah, Flea composed the vocal melody apparently, and and then uh, the Swan then wrote the lyrics on top of that that pre-composed right. melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, never played live, and Keith Treebarry apparently played the violin on this. Although I don't hear too much violin in it. I hear, I hear keyboard strings a lot, but I don't hear too much violin. We know Keith Tree Barry, of course, from the likes of uh, the album Red Hot Chili Peppers in 1984. He appeared on, he appeared on Mother's Milk and Psychedelic Sex Funk doing some backing he vocals. He is a... And some sax. Yeah, oh Christ, yes. He's, he's a man who we've come to know and love uh, throughout the years. Well, through doing this. Through doing this, yeah. What do you think? What are you? What? Oh, mate, come on. Don't worry. Don't no, panic. Don't what, panic. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. What are you? What? That's not even a word. What are you? What are you? That's, well, what it, do you? I took three well, words and made sound, it into one chibber. It's a sound which I understand. Yeah. So, therefore... What are you? What are you? Okay. What do you think about the lyrics? Because I'll tell you what I think. I think there's moments of genius here and moments of clunkiness. Okay. Talk to me about... Give me an example of genius, followed by an example of clunkiness, and I'll tell you if I agree. Okay. Okay, I will. I love the the way he describes Kurt, because I don't think we've even mentioned... Have we mentioned it's about Kurt Cobain? Yeah, ju- we just did, yeah. We, we yeah. very much... We may well have just spoken about that, but that's fine. Yes, I like your is. whiskers, and I like the dimples in your chin, your, your pale, pale blue, blue eyes. eyes. Just to write that kind of thing about... Ma- just saying how much you like the looks of another man. I like your whiskers and I like the dimple in your chin, your pale blue eyes. You painted pictures. Mm. Could 
Mm. Now, this is where it falls apart a bit for me. Because I don't, I don't quite know what he says there. Well, I don't know for definite, but I'm going to assume... I mean, it's in the book, so we can check the booklet. Oh, yeah. But I, I like to think that he says, Could a wounded heart have give so much? You gave me such. Possibly. I think he says, Because the one who hurts can give so much. Fine. You gave... In fact, I know that's exactly what he says. Because I picked that out as another part of what I really love about the swan. Because the one who hurts can give so much. Well, yeah, exactly. And one with a wounded heart. Yeah. That's nice as well. <laughs> Let's not forget, you know, it's easy. The, the ones with the wounded hearts often get swept under the carpet. They do. And it's those wounded hearts. Well, bury my heart a wounded knee. Well, I mean, that's a different... Bury my knee. I mean, that's <laughs> a different podcast. Bury my knee a wounded heart. It is. But uh, we could do the... Uh, the wounded knee Pro podcast. Native American podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's a... Anyway, <laughs> yeah, look, completely support the uh, Native American Indians, but this is not the time. <laughs> this is neither the time nor the place. Fine. Okay. Uh, look, look, we're getting bogged down. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were bogged down enough as it is, and then you brought in a second bog. <laughs> okay. okay, now we bog forward. Um, an example of not such genius songwriting is probably I never liked um, right, so Refuse he- the News. I never liked rhyming the word refuse with the word the news. Oh, I have no problem with that. How's it start? My mouth fell open, hoping that the truth would yeah. happen. You yeah. know what I mean? Did you want me to sing it? Not the whole song. No. I refuse the news. I prefer the way the swan does it. I prefer the way the swan does it. Um, but yeah, okay. Across the song, I think there's moments of lyrical genius, and, I, and he really opens his soul up. I don't mind. Refuse the news. It rhymes. Mm. Yeah, refuse. I know. Yeah, I know. News. I understand the, the rhyming structure of that part. Sure. It's just a bit odd. It's not odd. Is well, it? I found it odd when I was younger. I find it a bit odd now. Okay. Refuse. Yeah. So we we open up song wise though with that Navarro delay technique that he speaks about on the video. Uh, yes. Where he. Um, you okay? Yes. He has two delay pedals, one playing that repeated note that he allows to run through, yeah. and then just a delay on the other guitars that he's using. And that is Liquid Silk again, isn't it? On, can you turn on the track a little bit, please? Oh, what, from the Swan? Yeah. Yes, it is, but I quite often wonder... I mean, it's, it's a great show of his manners, because mm-hmm. I'm assuming that was just done... On you know, off the cuff. Why was it left in? Is that where you're going? Yeah, why was it left in? It seems so natural, but how would the song sound without it? That's what I often wonder. You know where you said, well, I said earlier on in the, in the, in the show, in the podcast, how would it be without that? Yeah. And you said, well, I've never thought about that. Did I? But yeah, I've never once questioned this. I just think it's so natural in the song. It, I, it, so it shows. It shows. It just gives a sense of being in the studio, which I like because yeah. the song has so many. It's so clearly a studio song. Yes, um, with all the guitar, you know, twenty guitars going on. Hmm. What I like is that you're grounding it at the beginning with with one man asking if the track could possibly be turned up a little bit, please. please. Yeah. No. It. No. I. I, I absolutely wouldn't change it. And it's a feast of guitars from Navarro. Oh, it really is. What I love, and I have questioned, and, I, and I, as I said, I messaged uh, Dan Bogosian earlier, 
That first instrument that leads in, I've always put down as a guitar. There's a note that just leads in to when the drums come in and the whole song kicks off. I've never questioned whether it's a guitar, but I now question whether it might be a bass. It's very simple lead notes. They seem to go across the ears throughout the whole introduction until the swan starts singing. Um, People, I urge you, listen to it yourself. Do you think it's a bass guitar? Do you think it's a guitar? More likely to be a guitar, I would imagine, but it puts me in mind of Oceans uh, from Pearl Jam 10, that kind of liquid-sounding guitar. Mm. So it's liquid silk from the swan hair, and liquid silk from either oh, Dave undoubtedly, Navarro or Flake. Yeah, DN is is delivering the liquid silk. Or F. No, yeah, well, or F if you're questioning that particular part, but throughout this song, the guitar work is so smooth. Yeah, it is. It's unbelievably good. Good. It, uh, it just enables the rest, you know, it enables the swan to deliver those heartfelt lyrics. It just backs him up. It's not too showy, but it also is very, very good at the same time. So it all fit. It's perfect. It, it's perfect from Navarro. What he's doing here, old DN, is he's playing guitars across the ears. He's then also sometimes in the verses coming in with little fills, picked thrills through the middle that sound much cleaner and less delayed than the others. Yeah. For an example, on verse one... And the delay is... is I must get this example in. Please do. Please do. Verse one at one minute three, he's picking through. And you'll hear that. You'll hear because there's a lot of stuff going on from side to to side. He'll pick through the middle at at 103. And that's where Flea sat on this song. He's just rooting it through the middle and and keeping it solid while Dave is doing... Uh, the elaborate stuff and yeah. the ephemerata, if you will. Well, but the great thing about the the elaborate stuff here is that it's not it's not as you know as you've sometimes said you've used the word wankery. This is not wankery. This is perfect. Oh God, no! This is stuff that perfectly suits the song. Yeah, yeah. the solo. You know, the solo is so oh, it's huge. controlled. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, just the right amount of of elaborate, you know, playing. It's it's it really is within within the structure of this song. It, it, I I truly believe it's perfection. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. I think it's my favourite Dave Navarro guitar solo. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's just so good. Um, what we have is at the beginning, the first half of the solo. He is again. We're going back to that Dave Navarro sound. Yeah. Uh, the the droning octave, and he yeah, plays yeah. he plays that yeah. through the first half. And the delay is the delay is a major tool here. Yeah, absolutely. It really works. Yeah, it really works here. But he releases on the second half of the solo. Yeah. yeah. He goes away from that droning octave sound, and he does. You'll hear me just quietly. Turn that page over. It almost. I'm turning it the wrong way. That's why it's not working. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a book. Yeah. It's a book. So I was going backwards. <laughs> why didn't you point that to me? You should have just. You know, sometimes you whisper at me. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd like to. I don't know how you construct your notes. You might do two. Pages I might start one page forward. Yeah, I, might, I, might <laughs> you know. I was convinced I did then. <laughs> yeah. But what you've got here is that solo starts off in that droning octave yeah. fashion for the first half, yeah. and then. It's beautiful. Yeah. What he does is he goes into a more Hendrixy style of playing. Yeah. 
And, and it ends on the most perfect little Oh, flourish. the most perfect bend. Yeah. yeah. But what he does is even when he goes into that more lead, that more leady part, let's see if I've got a... Yeah, I have. At 301, he goes out of the droning octaves mm. into the more lead style playing. And he does a little muted strum across yeah. into the Hendrixy stuff. Yeah. It's just a lovely little transition. Well, listen then, later on, towards the end of that bit, as he digs in at about 308, he's not changing the volume on his guitar. He's no. not increasing the amount of overdrive or distortion on it. All he's doing is digging into the strings harder and playing yeah. just a little bit harder. Mm. And it's all about touch. Yeah. It's all about feel. Yeah. It's all about how well you know that. Honestly, it's about how well you know that particular guitar. Yeah. How you know what it's going to do when you do that. And that's exemplified by the way that he plays that last bend which you just highlighted yeah, before I, I mean, spoke that about just as that bend comes out and then we move into that last chorus yeah. and we're going back into then he's playing the octaves again yeah and the swan's back in it's and DN Dave Navarro mm. then rolls up on the on the rhythm guitar rolls up out of nowhere the volume yeah to build it up as the drums do, it's real genius songwriting. It's fun. It, it really it is, and it it touches you deep if you let it. Mm. And but this comes off the back of Walkabout, remember? Yeah, a song which I previously said was a fantastic example of brilliant songwriting. So you can talk about One Hot Minute negatively and say you know they weren't necessarily. A band as you know as they had been previously they had troubles in terms of songwriting and the swan was struggling but this this stuff is incredible there's moments of absolute genius on this album there's great songs on this album we've talked about warped which is a great song yeah it's all imho it's all for me warped is a great song aeroplane is a great song deep kick is a great song my, my friends, friends is a great, great song. song coffee shop is an okay song Adam, we've got P, which, which is a song. Which is fine. One Big Mob is a song I love so deeply and so passionately, but I can't play it to people and say, listen to this, is a great song because it's so fractured. I'd love to be able to play people One Big Mob and say, hey, listen to this. It's got one, like I said, it's got one yeah, favourite Chili's riff. Within the confines of the album, you know, I think, I think, it, I think it works, Ben. You've got to write songs... You that work? No, you don't. No, no, you're quite right. You don't. You don't. That 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 is not. And true. that's the end of the whole podcast. Yeah. We will never talk about chilies again. They don't have to write songs. You have to write songs that work as songs. Fine. I don't care about people that want to write al- uh, songs that make an, an, a perfect album per se. Well, you don't care about the. Don't art. care. About you don't care. About- because for me, something that's always been very important to me and something I, I absolutely hold very dear is the concept of an album and the flow of an album and how a song works within an album. What I would rather have is a song that works as a song within a song. And the problem I have with this album is you have songs like One Big Mob where I yeah. passionately love parts of it. Yeah, It's got the greatest middle section, as we said, the greatest soundscape. 
and the greatest sounding part of any Chili song that I've possibly ever heard. Yeah. That moves me, and you said you can close your eyes. You just close your eyes and allow yourself to be washed away by it, or swept away by it. Your choice of what water motion you choose. <laughs> I would choose wash, just because mm. it sounds less aggressive. Aggressive, <laughs> well, swept. Yeah. That riptide grabs me. But if the song doesn't work as a whole song, it doesn't matter what the track listing is. And for me... Well, that's... that's... No, look, One Big Mob just doesn't work as a song. Okay. I can't show it to people. Well, you can. I can. <laughs> well, I can't show it to people. It's not a visual, it's not a visual medium. No, but you show it in the best way you can. I would is... love to be able to say, listen to this song, One Big Mob. It's absolutely amazing and it works as a whole perfect song. And it doesn't. But just don't say that then. Just say... <laughs> just, yeah, but just they'll say... have the same problems as me. Okay, well, they might not. But then, then we come on to... Walkabout. Walkabout, which is fantastic. The ending's too long. Yeah, whatever. And now this... Which is brilliant. Now, this is great. Yeah. And so, we will move on to other great songs. Yeah, I mean, I personally have enjoyed a lot of these songs. Well, so have I. I've just listed all the ones I thought were great and yeah. the ones I've had a problem with. Yeah, but don't talk about One Big Mob again. <laughs> no, <laughs> right, so I thought set you off again. It's going to be a real problem. Okay, okay fantastic. So, we, both, we both did our, our, our okay at the same time, though. Yeah. Um, so, shall we wrap Should we on? try and differentiate our style of saying okay, or is it fine that it's almost identical? Well, how do you say it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we both erupt into it. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, the outro, though, we, we should discuss that because it's a lovely string section. Yes. I think it really wraps up the song nicely, and it, it is a little bit different from what we've Good. heard before. It's about time you've appreciated an outro. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, the strings come in, and it's too stringy. Yeah, and the song doesn't work as a whole song, and I don't care where yeah, it is I on the album. I can't show it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I can show people this. Good. I, How, I mean, great. Yeah, I will have to say, where he says refuse and use, I'm not convinced about. I thought I told you to silence that phone. <laughs> Sorry, I thought by putting over there, it might, it might not. No, one might, no, it might not have been picked up. I bet it was. Okay, so I think Tear Joker, we both agree, is a really, really great song. I would describe it as shit hot. Okay. I'd describe it as a shit hot minute. Yeah, one hot minute. Shit, shit minute. minute. <laughs> one shit minute. No, one no. shit hot minute. That might not be. Yeah. One hot shit. Well, you can't sell it like that, though. No, you can't. One of those stickers. One big shit. Do st- yeah, do they still do those stickers? <laughs> no. Parental advisory? Oh, no, because it's all streaming. Of course. That's the problem with um, the non-visual medium. Like when on TV you could see all the small Like print. when on TV? <laughs> <laughs> like when on TV you could see they'd do adverts about something yeah. and they'd put all the small print at the about, bottom. Uh, yeah, an adult product. No, for example, uh, insurance. Oh, fine. Well, and that is an adult product. Yeah, but if you have the advert on radio, the end of the advert, they then have to say... Oh, there is. And the last five seconds... That is a major flaw of radio adverts. Yeah. But they have to do that. Yeah, no one wants to hear that. That's why no one listens to commercial radio. No, I don't. No, I listen to talk radio. I listen to Five Live. Well, I say talk radio, but... Yeah, the BBC, essentially. Oh, fine. I thought he meant the station talk radio, which is a commercial station. No, so I that's... thought you, you, you just screwed up. Uh, no, up. yeah, when I say talk radio... You mean doesn't Yeah, you radio. Talking. I don't mean radio that doesn't play music. I mean the BBC. 
I'm glad we cleared that. <laughs> so am I. All right, let's go to the socials. <laughs> We go into the socials. We were terrified for a while that this whole system had crashed. It's still working, so let's do it while it works. Quick! If you want to be part of this, if you want to be an ambassador on this show, please get join us. Get on board. Yes, get on board. Please join us. What it means is you'll get a badge and a, and a compliment slip. Uh, and you will receive our eternal respect. Exactly. And you can promote the show around the world. You can do that anyway without applying. But it's nice to have a badge, isn't it? It's got to be nice to have a badge. So e- email Ben at bentanzenmusic at hotmail.com. That's where you uh, apply to be an ambassador. If you want to see where this stuff is hosted, it's bentanzenmusic.net. Uh, Sam, what are you on Twitter? I'm at stacktanzend. And I appear to be at universallyrhcp uh, on Reddit, universallyrhcp odd Sam. That's that, me. That would be you. And I'm Unispeak hyphen RHCP podcast. Uh, on Insta. Insta. University speaking RHCP underscore pod. Now, Insta's where we are. We're doing a lot of yeah, business. Yeah, I would say don't. I, I just read them all there. Don't bother with Reddit. Reddit's, um, Reddit's gone. Okay, so, um, yeah, the, the key ones are bentownsandmusic.net. That's the website. Uh, bentownsandmusic.hotmail.com. Uh, Sam on Twitter at Stack Townsend and whatever I said I was and on Insta uh, University Speaking underscore pod no University Speaking RHC underscore pod classic we got a bit scared we thought the computer was going to crash so we've rushed that we love to deliver a smooth social a smooth outro absolutely so as we smooth our way out of a Wednesday evening and the panic leaves my voice it's been a, it's been a pleasure Oh, it's always a pleasure. Clashy old cans. It might be wet tag. But it's always chilies tag. Oh, lovely. Exact tag. What's wet tag? Uh, Wednesday. <laughs> Is that a foreign language? It's German. Okay, well, happy wet tag, everyone. <laughs> Guten tag. That's right, you look panicked then. <laughs> Not panicked. Okay. <laughs> All right, see you later, everyone. <laughs> no, we can't go out like that. <laughs> we just have. I am you are me. I am you are me. I am you are me.